I mean, it's not going just... well. It's, it's, this isn't a good start, guys. Um, so welcome to this isn't a good start, because uh, that's how it goes. Especially it's, when... It's literally never a good start. Never a good start. Um, I'll just get this out of the way. We're doing remote learning right now. <laughs> and by that, I mean... More remote, than, more remote than normal. Um, instead of being in Detroit and Nebraska. Technically, I'm never in Detroit, but... Okay. Rather than being Michigan and Nebraska, we're now Colorado and Nebraska. Because I'm getting, out. I'm out. I've, I've ventured west. Getting for the farther and adventure. farther away from us. Yeah, it's only for the week, though. I'm out here for school. And, and he's doing it on what I can assume is nothing less than a uh, PlayStation uh, headset. It is. It is that. That's a sure bet. So the the sound quality is. Uh, I'm sure you'll hear it when you listen to it later. Yeah, it isn't. The sound quality isn't. It's not. It's, God, the lighting in here is beautiful, though. In the room, yeah, your lighting is pretty good. I wish I had this lighting at home. Is that because the sun is out? Yeah, my skin is glowing. Oh, look at you. Wow. We, oh, wow. I don't think we've ever done this with the sun being out. Yeah. It's, uh, what time is it here? It's just now five. Yeah. Welcome to, to, I guess, paradise or whatever, man. Yeah. Time zones. It's a trip. It's a thing. You know, those um, were invented by ben- Benjamin, Fr- or first suggested by Benjamin Franklin. No, I didn't know that. Thanks, Honest Trailers, for that, uh, that, uh, piece of information. While What's watching. Honest Trailers? Have you never seen Honest Trailers before? No. The thing where the guy gives, like, he, 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 like, the one, the last one I watched was over National Treasure, like the movie. Mm-hmm. And he may, he creates a trailer based off of honesty. You know, it's like a parody kind of thing. Making oh, of yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I've seen the one that's like, I've seen the one that's like towards car commercials where they're like, if the yes. people in the car commercials were real people. No, no, not like it's a different. It's this one guy with this very, it's, it's a whole thing. Just look up honest trailers and they're hilarious. Huh. And then you'll like watch all of them in 15 minutes and then you'll move on with your life. Shout out to YouTube. That's what it's there for. Yeah. Actually, I guess speaking of YouTube, so we don't forget to do it this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We should inform our Lydia sitting audience. Or litising audience. Litising audience. That uh, that for our ep- episode ten, episode ten, we're gonna the big ten point We're gonna try and do as a YouTube live and mm-hmm. have all of you wonderful listeners join us on so can, Saturday. And, so you can uh, chime in. Chime in. We'll try and have a chat, and you guys can chat as me and Mike answer your questions. Yeah, and, and we'll comments tur- and, and we'll turtle we'll we'll turtle myrtle you on air. That's an inside joke that no one's going to get. I'll get it, and that's what makes that's me happy. That's what's important. You will get it, and 80% of our listening audience will get us because our 80% of our listening audience is just direct friends. Right. Who can somehow put up with uh, listening to phone conversations <clears throat> they can't take part in. I had a, uh, I had Taco Bell for dinner, and it's creating like a an unsettling throat tingle. Um. Got to see if I got. It's kind of an else. early dinner, I guess. Maybe not. Still. Well, five o'clock. Yeah, it kind of is. But I've been driving all day, so I was extremely hungry. You didn't like stop and like get lunch. Uh, no, Marie. <laughs> Shout out to Marie. She made me lunch. Ah, I don't know. Look at that. She packed me three, three hard-boiled eggs and. 
Um, <laughs> How is a hard-boiled egg a good uh, travel food? Hard-boiled eggs in a Sammy because they were pre-peeled in a little bag. It was amazing. Oh gosh. So. You need some vegetables in there. Yeah, and then I stopped at a liquor store and I got some Pikes Peak Brewing Golden Ale. Was that the fifty-dollar beer? No. That's good. Fifty dollars. Oh no, that. I don't know what the price is. They had like two prices for everything. It was very strange. That was a very strange liquor store. Either everything was $50 or $10. I don't know if it's like a case. They mean like a case, like a, a pallet. <laughs> or a case, they mean like a box, in, you know, like boxes inside yeah. of a box. I'm not sure. I don't know. Like multiple sixers. Oh, that's not good. That's not, not great. No, no. That's a Belgian ale. That's why. Dang, I screwed up. <laughs> Man, I, this is this is why I don't know why people. I don't know how people get off trying to find new beers because usually they're all awful. Well, the problem is, you have to understand beers from the beginning to be able to understand if you're going to like a beer or not. That's a that's a that's that's beer shouldn't be that fancy. I agree. That's why I also got a twelve pack of PBR. <laughs> Yeah, good old fallbacks. Good old peppery piss water. It's the black it's the black case though, so instead of four percent, it's six point five. So, so so speaking of PBR, you wanna hear this is a strange thing. <clears throat> okay. How how few listens the PBR trailer has. Yeah, I don't understand that. You I think, don't You think that the shorter soundbite would really draw like, people in. Get people to li- maybe it's because we posted it on Instagram as well, but like I don't know. It's it's very strange how peppery piss water. How P-words. well it's PBR. <laughs> is that is that almost working? No, no, it's PBW. Okay, that's not. I'd be clever if that was the same as PBR. But no, um, it's it's funny what episodes get listened to and which ones don't. Yeah, our uh, our listening community is a. Uh, they're uh, how do Few I say? Few and this? far between. They're a slim bunch, <laughs> but we love them. They're great. We got good feedback, and that's why that's why everyone who's listening should follow us on Instagram, where we try and we try and interact with you guys. We try. Yeah. We really want to try because at some ask, point we realize we're going to run out of things to talk about. Let me ask you that. I don't think we'll ever run out of things to talk about. <laughs> we could, we could talk about the sun coming up tomorrow, but anyways. Could we? Do you want to do an hour on that? Because that would be amazing. I don't amazing. want to do that. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do we get feedback of if someone smashes the like and subscribe button? Dude, I don't think we have a like and subscribe button. That's what I'm wondering. So how do we figure that out? I don't know, man. All I have is a thing that tells me that there's about 30 people listening on a regular basis. Today it's 22. Um I don't know, man. The only thing is like Apple, like I, okay. So I tried this. I tried going on Spotify to find information. Like I had to create Mm -hmm. Spotify. Mm -hmm. Nothing there. Apple podcast is the only place that I know where people can leave reviews and shit. Huh? But if someone subscribes on Spotify, how do we see that? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know what we're going to (laughs) do. Oh my gosh. We're such good show managers. Everybody's so lucky to have us. I mean, they're not here for us to do this. I mean, this is this is really a bad start when really? we're talking about uh, how we know if people like our. I apologize if the sound turns on on my phone. I'm gonna try and see if we've got any new reviews from anybody who aren't just 
I also, I also, did you get my picture of that top of that brake caliper? Yeah, I did. Now I'm forgetting about it though. So let me, uh, let me, uh, you, you had asked for that. Yeah. Why didn't you post it to the Instagram? Um, I should have coupled it with that last one, but I did not. Should have. We gotta, we gotta work on this together, Mike. It's, 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 it's a teamwork effort. Yeah. That's a fun. Um, so, what are you trying to show me there? Just, just other than like this very awkwardly I don't know, shaped you asked, caliper. You asked me for a photo of it. I did. Of what? Yeah. Oh, you I asked, asked me for a top photo. I meant the back. I kind of oh. remember this. Oh, oh, the backside, like where the piston comes out. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. why I asked, but I did ask. What was special about this? Because it's a top-mounted caliper, opposed to being like a... Uh, oh, I meant like the back of the upright. I just wanted to see like, you know, if it was a packaging thing, and they were just trying to like put it there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Gotcha. Actually, actually, do you want to... Let, let, let's talk about this. Let's talk about... Um, there's an Elon Musk interview by... Um, oh by what's his name sandy marino or murano or if hmm. you, sandy We're if you go on jalopnik today. there's a there's a uh, uh murano sandy murano uh is a you can either find this if you go on jalopnik and there's an article about this about a elon musk interview or if you search elon musk uh, interview but uh, there's this guy named sandy morano and he he runs a um a benchmarking company like he's literally t- five miles away from my house okay uh, and you go there and he's got all these cars torn apart like he, he buys cars he tears them apart he puts all of the parts on a board and you can go and like the auto companies will pay and like we have like subscriptions or something. I don't know how it all works, but you can go into this place and look at all these car parts. Okay. Um, and he's been like, he's been like critical of Tesla in the past. Like mm-hmm. he got like a model, I don't know, a model S and there was all these things like the, he was, he was this big guy complaining about the panel gap and something. Mm-hmm. But anyways, there's this interview. He just recently did an interview with Elon Musk about uh, just them talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. And as much as Elon Musk is very annoying. It's it's mildly refreshing and it's incredibly frustrating. Because because he speaks nerdy engineer talk or what? Um not so much nerdy engineering. There's not that much really nerdy engineer talk. They're kind of like talking on the surface about it, mm-hmm. but it's just refreshing to hear um what what is fundamentally an automotive CEO talking about like innovation and like doing different things like the, the thing that got me is that he pointed out how Tesla went and like they created a new aluminum alloy and the setup so they don't have to heat treat their I don't know their rear cradles rear powertrain mm-hmm. cradles or whatever so he's he's so yeah kind of nerdy engineering stuff that's kind of what I meant yeah I mean it's not super nerdy it's just the point that it's refreshing because then he talks about the fact that like and then Sandy refers to this as well about how you know, the automotive companies in the as far back as the eighties just mm-hmm. stopped doing this. They stopped mm-hmm. inventing things. They stopped doing things new. Forward progress. Yeah, and it's just yeah. such it's such a reality. Mm-hmm. It's such a reality that's just I don't know. It's very frustrating. 
because I yeah. think that a lot. I I don't know. I, I know what you're saying. I like that. I mean, that's that's part of the reason that I invested early on is because it was kind of some out-of-the-box ideas and some out-of-the-box thinking. And just like a, how do I say it, another seemed more like he was approaching it from a different angle than a normal like come up through the ranks engineer or CEO or I, manufacturing company. I wouldn't say that. I'd say pretty much what they're doing is they're doing what car companies did like 80 years ago. Right, but why did they stop? Um, the because 80s profits. happened? Like yeah, the movie Wall Street happened? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think because they were trying to do more to do profits and shareholders than they were yeah. to do... Well, I, I don't remember who said this, but I, I, I fundamentally believe that car companies at this point in day, they, they're, mm-hmm. they, they, have two, they have two functions. They're marketing companies uh-huh. and they're manufacturing companies. They right. assemble stuff... And they market get stuff. you to buy it, right? Yeah. Which I mean, I'm sure, there's those are needed. I mean, manufacturing is a whole thing, but um, I don't know. My, uh, I don't. I have no love for marketing. What what value has marketing brought to the world other than commercials on Super Bowl Sunday? Let me ask you this. This is another question I have. Um, a, a, a discussion point, I suppose. Do you think that? The longevity of a of a car affects the um, uh, return purchaser, or I don't know what they call that. Uh, like a does uh, does a having cus- a car a that gets to one hundred fifty thousand miles successfully cause multiple purchases? Yes, yes. I don't or think not. so. Or not? Do you think someone's more likely to change brands on a company like, say, BMW or something that breaks down all the time and is shitty? No. Opposed to somebody that just like loves BMW and will keep buying them even though they're junk? I think BMWs have nice interiors and they sound cool and they're a BMW. Like, I, I think that's the bigger thing. You know what will get pe- somebody in the door? A nice interior. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. But I think, I think that's the a number lot of one people. Thing. Well, that's the number one thing to us, though. There's a lot of people that just want a car that's going to start every day. Yeah, but that's. I mean, if you're if you're looking, but like if you're if you're if six, you're a if new you're like, if you're a twenty three year old college if you're a twenty three year old college girl and you just graduated from or you're, let's yeah. say you're nineteen and you're you just graduated from high school and your parents are going to buy you a new car, they're not going to be like. Do you want a car with nice interior, or do you want this Jeep? I think you're. I think you're misinterpreting how rich people are. Also, they love Jeeps. Women love Jeeps because they That's do Jeep things. That's well, what I'm saying. You can get Jeeps with nice interiors now. Yeah, but they're not fundamentally reliable. What do you mean? Fundamentally reliable compared to what? A Toyota or a Honda? <laughs> I don't. I don't think they're that much different in reliability. I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't. How I don't do you define reliable? Like, this is a very complex I don't work question. At, I don't work at either shop. Yeah. But from the grapevine, I've heard, and I've worked on some Jeeps, mm-hmm. and I've worked on some Hondas, and I can lift a Jeep and find oil leaks, and I can lift a Honda and be like, well, it's due for an oil change. And it's got 137,000 miles on it. But nobody cares about a car at 130,000 miles. Yeah, the co- the girl that's going through college definitely she cares doesn't. about. She doesn't. No, she wants she a does. Jeep. 
She wants a jeep. Yeah. She wants to go do jeep things. She wants to hang out with her friends and take yeah. off the sunroof. Nobody, nobody, nobody wants a Toyota Camry. Yes, Asians Except for do. Boring. Well, that's just offensive. It's not. That's not. That's not stereotypical at all. Is, is, is that a is that a metric I can look up? Is is ethnicity? No, just geographical location. Um. Uh, that's, yeah, I, I just know. think I just think primarily. Um, also, because I live, this is it wasn't a racist comment. I live up the street from a Vietnamese church, <laughs> and every Sunday and every Wednesday, it's all Hondas and Toyotas. Yeah, but like, but like, there's still a large amount of everyone who's buying Hondas and Toyotas. Like, middle-aged, boring people like Hondas and Toyotas. Do you, That's do you, fair. Like, a 19-year-old girl is not wanting a Toyota. She might be given a Toyota. <laughs> like, she does, she doesn't care about reliability. Did you care about reliability? Do you, anyone you know who, when they were 19, cared about reliability? No, but I hung out with a bunch of... I hang, yes, hung I out and this still is, hang out with a bunch of morons. Yeah, well, I, but that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying, though. I mean, maybe nothing's changed since we were 19. Um... Just you know, we were all morons back then, and that's not everyone true. actually. Cruz Cruz moved to Toyota because of the reliability. No, Cruz moved there because that's where you get Toyota truck. No, but I mean, he moved to Toyota because of the reliability. I don't think that's why that happened. Yeah, that's why he's always a had a Jeep. Ch- no, because Toyota trucks look cool, and they get they're small. They're a small little truck. I guarantee really... you the reason Cruz moved to a Toyota truck was not reliability. Well, I will ask First off, tomorrow. Do, do you remember his first Toyota truck? That thing was yeah. a rusty hunk of going to fall apart on him. Yeah, he said some rough trucks, but the point is they still ran and always worked and always started. They never didn't start. That's my point. We don't know that. They might have not started. I think I would have heard about it if it didn't start. That was a long just, time ago. Another thing, I'm just pointing out points here. A, a Toyota pickup with 140,000 miles or whatever mileage his has yeah. towed towed my Turig out of a mountain town. Yeah, that doesn't. But that doesn't mean anything. Again, it does. It's all about upkeep. And I and I, nothing to take away from Toyota. But at the end of the day, because again, these people don't like. I don't know. I, I we when people like. We're talking about new car buyers here. Who, who's number one in initial quality this year? I have no idea. Let's look it up. Uh, JD Power. Keyboard. You look up JD Power. Yeah, is that it? They do initial quality yeah, surveys, don't they? They do yeah. the initial. Twenty twenty. Initial quality is such an awful metric, though. Why? That's the initial quality. I'll, I'll, That's I'll the quality ex- of a brand new vehicle. I no, it's. Uh, I wish there was the list. Um, okay, here, here, here's the here's the uh, here's the killer to your argument. Highest ranking brands and models. Dodge and Kia tied highest for overall initial quality. Yeah, but I think that's because Dodge has come up a lot, haven't they? They have, but 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 I think initial quality is a initial quality has a lot to do with like did they have any problems delivering and, the vehicle or did it have did they have a good salesperson stuff no, like that No, 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 it's usually like stuff like I think infotainment is like the biggest thing. 
like Ugh. how easy the touch screen and all of that stuff is. And I know I I know Dodge is really good at it because we give you a button for every uh, touch screen option as well. Really? Yeah. Have you ever been like in a in a in a in a Andrew. in any FCA product? They're all they've got like every like all of all of the things that ten years ago there was a button for. There's still a button for or a dial but, for. But it's but it's on the screen though, isn't it? There, it yeah, it's also on the screen. Huh. Like, let's see here. Uh, initial quality scores. It's Dodge, Kia, Chevy, Ram, Genesis. Ooh, I already don't agree with this list. Buick, GMC, Volkswagen, Hyundai, Jeep, Lexus. There's your first Japanese Lexus. Who did who did GM who did GM pay to get three spots on the top of that list? Um, Audi is second from the top. Uh, let's see where is uh, Toyota. Toyota is like in the middle, bottom third. Hmm, that's interesting. I wonder if that's because of the volume. I don't know. They 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 do this stuff very strange. The 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 car with the highest initial quality in 2020 was the the Chevrolet Sonic. I don't yeah. know, like yeah. what a. That's because they made seven of them and they have nothing in them. Yeah. I mean, here large premium car. It goes BMW 8 Series, BMW Ooh. 7 Series, Porsche Panorama, or Panamera, whatever the fuck it's called. Panorama. It's a really long photo. Yeah, I, th- these initial qualities, um, <coughs> let me let me see if I can find. Because the initial qualities is based off of the first 90 days, and I think for the most part it becomes based off of like how easy it is to acc- your, acclimate yourself to the car. And I think a lot of that has become be has become part of um, because software, of, yeah, software, touchscreens. It, 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 yeah, and 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 it's not so much an initial quality; it's more of like an initial design decision kind of thing, right? Because like yeah. you drive the car, are you happy with it? How does it feel? You know, were you happy with the engine and and stuff? And you know, I think that's why the you know Charger and Challenger are so up there. I mean. You can't get a bad engine in a Charger or a Challenger. I should it, get my... Go ahead. And it's also... I mean, people like to bitch at Dodge about having a platform that's like 15 years old now. Yeah. But like, don't broke what's not f- broken. Don't fix what's not broke. Yeah. Like, it's... Like, people love Chargers and Challengers. They, It's not like they look old. It's not like you're, you know, you're buying a... Buick LeSabre or some nonsense. Right, yeah, yeah, I understand. And they do look nice. I think they did the best, like, throwback design of all three of them, but... Uh, and they did it, like, they did it not just once, but, like, multiple times. Like, three yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. You know? And and I think they did the best. I, I don't like the ongoing trend of low roof lines and high belt lines. Oh, I hate it. Don't even get me started on it. Where we're making awful. the windows, where we're making the windows really small and hard to see out you of, and giving you as many them. blind spots as you can. And there's nowhere to put your arm. Yeah. But. Know. But they did do a good job designing that vehicle. It looks very nice. Um, that, I don't think the Chargers. Well, actually, never mind. Never mind. They do have a high belt line. The Everything tra- after like 2015 does. Yeah. Some things are better than than other things. Like the BRZ doesn't have that problem. Right, neither does an MX-5, but everything else does. Maybe that's what people should learn. 
buy low beltline vehicles. You America, can think, America doesn't want cars anymore. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, we've known that for five years now. Stop buying SUVs, people. They're not. They want to be high up off the ground. Why would anyone buy a sedan? Faux does for mohos. SUVs literally all have four doors. <laughs> that's that's not true. Jeeps and Jeeps are in their own special category. Yeah, but what about the Nissan Murano convertible? People really kind of some people want that, but most people are like, "That's vomit sauce." <laughs> that is vomit sauce. I I don't know. I like sedans still. They're fun. They're fun. Yeah, yeah. You're but you're not going to buy a new car. You're a very, you're right. You're you know, right. You're right. We've had this conversation, and you're right. This is it gets difficult here. See, let's look at here. Let's look at uh, JD Power's 2020 U.S. Vehicle Dependability Study. All right, so so this is one because this looks like the first three years. This is probably how you could judge new cars, right? The first three years, you talk about like, you know, when leases are and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's hard to hard to rank though because it's a it's a slow trend one because it you know it's a three year thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let's see if I can find the, the picture. I should ask my brother what he thinks about his Jeep because he got a Jeep from work and he's not a car person at all. So, I'm... What kind of Jeep? Uh, Cherokee. Oh, oh Dean okay, is presenting. Okay. So Genesis is at the top of the uh, vehicle dependability. Yeah. Which again, the volume of that, they make one car and sure. they don't, If they, as long as they make that one car yeah. good, then they should be at the top. Buick, it's number three. Okay, they make three cars, right? Where, where's Toyota on here? Toyota is number five, so that's yeah, pretty but good. They, but they make yeah, because they make nine or ten models. Yeah, the first Genesis, Lexus, Buick, Porsche, Lexus, and Toyota are the only ones that should be at the top because the other ones only make they make oh, three here, or here, less here, models. BMW is at seven, and you're and we're we're constantly bashing on BMWs and talking about how shitty they are. Yet they're yeah. number seven. Like, I wonder if that's because they pay for everything. <laughs> I mean, probably because everything's know. warranty. They have a fifty thousand mile warranty. I mean, you got to think about these. This is, these are also all surveys, right? Like, there's no, there's nobody like going out there and collecting and like, I don't know. I mean, maybe Consumer Reports is one, but like. Checking you know, up shop tickets and seeing yeah. how many tickets are open. Yeah. Well, but like, how, how much does it does a shop ticket really tell you how much is wrong or right about the car? Right. Not really. No. It's a it's a difficult thing to do here. Who's at the very bottom? Landy. Land Rover. Ooh, sorry, Sean. And Chrysler, Jaguar, Volvo, GMC, Fiat. Wow. Wow, folks. Yeah. BMW 2 Series as small premium car. Gross. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. We live in a strange time. You know, that's how that's how it works. Hmm. It's all very confusing. How do you determine what's a good car and what's a bad car? Right. Yeah. I, I mean, aside from just talking to people and finding out what they think about. And I don't. I don't think you should ask technicians. That's like the worst people to ask ever. Let's ask the people who have to fix cars. And they only ever fix, like, one car. Right, yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe if you worked at, like, a car... Uh, what's that? Carfax? Carfax. No. 
Car. Carmax. I don't know. Carmax. Carmax. Yeah. yeah, Carmax. You yeah. worked at Carmax, right there. Wow, you threw me off at the Fox thing. <laughs> you know, if you worked at Carmax and you were like a technician there, and they're dealing with like it seems like a lot of lease trade-ins or something. Yeah, and a ton of makes. Yeah, yeah, ton of makes. You're dealing with cars all around the same age, mileage, all that kind of stuff. You right, see what needs accurate. to be fixed and what you know, di- different drivers, different types of drive. You know, you get the whole spectrum. Yeah, I agree with this. I think that's the only way you could fairly, you know, like, I, I you shouldn't ask a BMW tech if a BMW is good. Yeah. Because either he's going to love BMWs or he's going to hate BMWs. Yeah, and both of them are going to be a little bit of a lie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If he says that they're great cars, he's lying. And if he says they're all garbage, then he's lying. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. There's. Because, I, I mean, I convinced one of my best friends to buy a BMW. So why would you do that? Do you hate them? No, I just think it would be a good car for him, and he likes to tinker with stuff. So, and it so far <laughs> has been. He drove to Georgia and back. I mean, it did fine. Well, yeah, most. I mean, like you got to think about it. like eighty percent of cars you could probably do. That car's twenty years old. Of anything? You mean like you you convinced him to buy an old? Oh, we're, okay, we're talking about Mike. Yes. Okay. Well. Did it make it there completely though? Yeah, it did. That wasn't a BMW's fault. If something was going to go wrong on that, it wasn't because it was a BMW. It was because it was fucking slammed. <laughs> it was dumped. That thing was dumped. I can't believe he made it there. Like, didn't the AC not work or something? Uh, yeah, we're still battling that. But <laughs> it, uh, it you also... convinced him to buy it because it was cool. <laughs> Nothing else. That wasn't anything about deterrent. Well, I shouldn't say that I convinced him. He bought it. And then I was like, yeah, I'll work at BMW and help you out with it. <laughs> and then I quit that place. But uh, he also drove it to Mount Rushmore, which was pretty impressive. That's a distance. Yeah. So that's yeah. seen some stuff and some things. I wouldn't drive my 20-year-old Durango across town, so there's that. Yeah, that was a pretty bold move on his part, but... Yeah. He had good. He was in good company, so he could get out of what he was in. Wait, did he drive up to Mount Rushmore with you guys? Yeah. On as you guys were off roading. Yes. <laughs> and he drove his BMW down some sketchy oh trails. Was it like fucking laid out when you did yeah. that? Yeah. Yes. I wish. I wish we had pictures of this because you're getting a little too insidey right now. He because... got buried. He got buried. We took him down to. We took him to the Badlands. Um. In a slammed-out BMW, for those yeah. of you who aren't aware. Yeah, so we took Mike's BMW to Toadstool National Park, which is in uh, northwest Nebraska. And Mike was driving an E46 wagon that is fender-to-wheel distance. Fender-to-wheel, not fender-to-tire. Fender-to-wheel distance <laughs> is null and void. There's no gap there. And he drove it down a gravel road onto a mud road in the middle of a rainstorm and got as far as it would go until it got stuck. And then he hopped in with us. And then we went and did what we had to do. And then we dropped him back off at his car and he made on the rest of the trip in his slammed BMW. It was pretty impressive, pretty dumb, but it was impressive. It's exciting. Yeah. uh, That is something you would only do in a BMW. They'd be willing to leave in slammed cars are they're awesome until you have to go somewhere where you didn't plan on going yeah i mean yeah or the sun goes down what does that have to do with anything well like that time we went to when we went to 
solo and uh we got to the when we we when we came up over the app the Appalachian Mountains, and it was like dark, and we really wish it wasn't dark because that would have been a lot more fun. Right. That's and there was cops everywhere. There was cops everywhere because fucking rip solo. Yeah. Cruz wants to go back this year. Uh, well, that's happening in like two months, so uh, good luck with that. Alpine Fag Fair is? No, I'm, well, I'm saying it would happen in like two months, and we're living in a, uh, 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 pandemic guys so i think it's called a uh uh-oh i think it's called a uh you're gonna go with chinese flu to go on with the asian hatred <laughs> <laughs> no i uh <laughs> chinese no uh we're living in a unprecedented time unprecedented time the uh no but i think we're gonna try and make the trek down there in june or something what like without the car show being there I, I from the from the sounds of it, they pushed it way back. I you think things are going to be back to normal by June? I don't know if they're going to be. That's kind of why I'm playing it by ear. I committed to about eighty percent in. I would. I don't so, know. Even this year, I feel like we have to plan for things that don't involve other people. Although to be fair, I guess when we went to Soa, we really didn't interact with any humans or anything. Yeah, we just hung out because it rained the whole time. It was still a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, we just got trashed, like, every... We went from bar to bar. I would go less ham at the moonshine place. I would... Yeah, that was a hard... That, if we were to do that over again, I don't know how I would... He's showing us some old Smokey's Moonshine. Shout out to old Smokey's Moonshine. Yeah, proud when we sponsor. Went to, when we went to... You wish. Um, when we went to uh, Nashville. I don't know. I would, would we have spent more time in Nashville or less time in Nashville and more time in Helen? More we should just. We should just. I would like to spend more time in Helen. I really wanted to tube. I still want to tube. I know. I I like to go tubing or ziplining or something. Or they have a roller coaster there now too. Yeah. This is this is of, us just planning a vacation now, guys. So welcome for those to. Of, for those of you that don't know, some like my uncle and some people listen. Um, shout out to my uncle Jonah. Um, <laughs> the people, some of the people that don't know, there's a there's a uh, car show every year. Well, used to be every year. In we could Helen, literally Georgia. have an entire episode on that car show. But yeah, it's it's called Solo, and it was in Helen, Georgia. It was it called canceled. Solo, and now if you it's call called it Solo. Now you get kicked out of Solo. Now it's called the Alpine Vag Fair, which stands for you know the Volkswagen Audi Group. It stands for Vags guy. Vags guy. Vage guys. Vagcom. We'll do Solo in another episode. Ooh, that would be a good episode. It would though. be. That could be at episode ten. Because because we could do it. No, we're, that's our live episode. Yeah. So so, so find us on find better us on. Better to reminisce about Soa with all the people that have gone to. We'll, Soa. we'll do that as another live episode because because I can tell my Soa time and you can tell your Soa time because they were two different times, right. and I think yours was crazier, but I think I was way more trashed during mine. Mine involved an AK forty seven. That's true. Spoiler so, alert. Future episode there, guys. But anyways. It's a so the other thing that's important though is it's like this little Bavarian tourist town. So it's like the perfect place to have a super gay ass um, <laughs> Volkswagen Audi Group Vag Fair. Yeah. Um, you know, because you feel like you're in Germany and shit. And there's lots of German food and you're and drunk. Um, but it's in like the Appalachian Mountains in Georgia, and it's like it's very neatly nestled. 
it's, it's tucked away. Yeah, it's really nice. You come up over, you cross over the Appalachian Trail, and then you get to drifty drift down a down the mountain, and the cops arrest you because that's what they do. Yep. But there's like there's lots of things to do. Like it would be a good like I know Nick and or uh, not Nick and uh, Kevin and Christine have gone there. Like I think I don't know maybe like when Solo wasn't even a thing. Just to like yeah, I think they've gone there every year with or without true. the show. Yeah, nice little that's, vacation spot. That's where they got a. That's where they got engaged. Also, that's the old hitching post there. Right, but they they committed to marrying what all right so for the last several minutes i don't know how long it's been off but i hit the record button on my mic okay which means i wasn't recording oh my god so like last week's episode we fucked up again with the audio (laughs) Who knows how bad it is? Can we go to it? Can we hear it? Uh, I don't know. It, see where it left off. Here, let's 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 see how bad it is so that everyone knows, and we can try and like recover this shit fuck of an episode. This is That's what happened. So, like, can you describe a little bit, you know, for our non-tech audience, what you're doing in Denver since you usually work in Nebraska, and like, what what are you gonna go learn tomorrow? Right now, is this a hot mic? What do you mean? Is this live? Yeah, this has been live. It's just like okay, we're, okay, we're just okay. we're just fucking shit up, and then I'm trying to recover it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so tomorrow I'm going to school for um, what does this say? Tomorrow I'm going to school for hands-on skills evaluation for scan tools and electrical systems. So tomorrow I'm basically going to a class that I've been to three times. <laughs> For other brands. Basically, it's like, can you use it scan tool proficiently? Yes. Do you know how to properly story stuff out? Do you know how to navigate a scan tool? Do you know how to electrically diagnose? Yes, I know how to electrically diagnose. Resistance test everything, even modules, especially airbag modules. <laughs> Simple as that. So, so I, have a, I got a question for you when it comes to diagnostics and stuff. In, okay. in the new methods. Um, okay. Do you know how they used to have the, uh, the, um, the, um, metal shavings oh. in, in, in a jar of water so you could find a short? What? No, oh, explain no. this to me and then we'll, I'll, I'll ask my question. So if you have an open wire, yeah. this is old, old, old theory. Okay. They used to have these like, it's like not a thimble, but open it's like wire a, is cut wire, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they used to have this old theory of, or or you could find it to find shorts as well. Um, they would have this like small glass thin cup with metal shavings inside of it. It's very small. Like I'm talking like this small by like this small, like a like a lips like a lip chapstick jar, but it was clear and you it had metal shavings in it and you would drag it over the wiring say the wiring's under carpet or something and the metal shavings would make like an arch shape and that's how you would know that there's a short or something in that wiring. Okay, I've never heard of that before. And it's not it's not it's not a science. It's it's 
it's kind of witchcraft and doesn't really work as well as everybody says it does. But there's there's people that swore by it, and there's also people that think it's hokey. Well, I was only half paying attention because I was trying to see how much of our fucking podcast <laughs> I fucked up. And it appears well, to only be about 20 seconds, so we'll just uh, fucking go with the fucking 20 seconds of no Ben. Right. But let's just make sure there's there's at least one of us talking. It was yeah, very you're hokey. talking. It was very hokey. Okay, but um, you know how in the back of... I don't know, probably even Corrado manuals. They'd have like the diagnostic uh, diagrams where it would be like, do this. And then depending upon whatever it said, you yeah. either mm-hmm. do something else or you'd fix something. So do they have those? Like today? a flow chart. Yeah, like a flow chart. Yeah. And it tells you like step by step what to do. Or do you have to deal with no. some asshole? So Volkswagen does have that. It is buried in the manual because they don't want you to use it, but you can find it. Why not? Why wouldn't it just be like online and they could constantly update it? Well, it is online. Okay. It is. But it's not. But it's buried in the online manual. You Why don't they want you to use it? Because they have better techniques than that. That's kind of like an old school way of doing things. Well, but couldn't you just do it on a computer? You just open up and you type in your problem and then you pull it up and you start... Yeah, but, but but that's essentially when you go into the, when you connect the scan tool and you yeah. have a fault that says, let's say, no communication with radio. Yeah, they tell you to check the fuse, so they ha- they basically flowchart you, but in steps so rather the, than through the flowchart. The scan tool is your flowchart. Yeah, but if you have something where if you're having an issue where there is not a a fault code. There is a place to go find that flowchart for a non-existent fault. It's very hard to get to. I know where it's at, but I don't use it often because it's not a very good. It's not a very good determination of what you should or shouldn't do. I, I have a theory on that. Why that might be that way, and it has everything to do with carb. Yeah, that's probably accurate. Because the government just likes to fuck anybody who tries to build cars. Unless they're a Tesla, and then they then they just let you do whatever the fuck you want. Right. Did you know they don't have red seatbelts? I think, yeah, they're like black. Yeah, and like GM and Ford got super upset about it, and yeah. they're like, nowhere in the manual does it say you have to make them red. You've just been making them red because you've wanted to make them red. Well, it makes a logical sense. I mean, I guess, but have you I mean, ever gotten a car? Have you ever gotten a car and been like, I don't know where the seatbelt's at because it's not red? I have definitely been in a car that started trying to start itself on fire and been like, how the fuck am I going to get out of this and not die? So, yeah, I, I, you know. Why wouldn't you just follow the seatbelt down to the buckle? That That's a good point. And uh, I don't know, man. And colorblind people don't see them as red, so it's kind of pointless. I mean, they see them as a different color, though. Right. That's not how colorblind works. It's not like you're colorblind. Everything's black and white. Right, but you co- you could be colorblind to red, and then it's just yeah. But it's gray. not like yeah. But it's not. No, I don't think that's how that works. It's like the it red is. looks like blue or something. Like they can't tell the difference between red and blue or something. Well, either way. So it's not like you're putting a blue interior around red. Just make them black. No one likes them red anyways. They get all dirty and they look like shit. I mean, but black shit looks like shit after a while. Again, this comes from you dealing with old ass vehicles or, you know, the Kevins of the world dealing with trash fucking trucks, um, you know, and everything just gets fucking dirty because nobody cleans he, it. He does get vehicles with just an absorbent amount of trash in them. I mean, aren't you eventually going to start doing that now that you don't work at BMW? 
Isn't that yeah. eventually going to happen? Yeah, maybe. A lot of people, a lot of those type of people don't really bring their cars to the dealer though because we're too expensive. Yet somehow Kevin they is just constantly dealing with it. They take it to like Jiffy Pop or... Yeah, I got that. Mighty Key or whatever. Mighty Key. Mighty yeah. Key. Yeah. So I don't, I don't have to deal with a lot of really trashy vehicles. The worst I get is somebody that's driven on tires that are beyond bald and they're like, ah, I don't want to do new tires. And I'm like, okay, hey, well, hopefully we don't get 33 inches of snow this week because then you'll be stuck. I mean, they're probably going to be stuck either way if they get 33 inches of snow. We got 33 inches in like two and a half weeks. Yeah, that's not... Th- okay, that could be like two inches a day and it melts every day or something. Yeah, but it didn't melt. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I don't know what it's like there right now. We're dealing with Michigan and there's like at most six inches, eight well, inches we got, of snow. We got... Th- 19 and a half inches two Fridays ago, and then we got 13 more inches last Friday. Was that the end of it? Was that the end of the this uh, this snowpocalypse that was coming no, for us all? No, well, yeah, but now it's negatives there. When I left Lincoln, it was negative, negative two. It's gonna and be as it. I drove to Kearney, it dropped to like negative 12. It's going to be like the 20s this week. Yeah, that's like outside temperature. Negative yeah, I don't, twenty. I don't. I don't leave my house, so and that then, helps. Uh, and then, as I got out here, it was like thirty-six today, so it was pretty titties. Do you know what would be really entertaining? Going back to our little fadouble earlier, is if we could somehow, if I could like audio engineer in some noises during my silence. Like, Actually, we should have done that during last week's episode as well. We should yeah, get oh. more technically capable. <laughs> yeah, we should. For we, I, we didn't catch anybody up on that. Catch anybody up on what? On why I had just disappeared. Uh, why did you just... Well, that was, I mean, it just seemed like an internet problem. <laughs> yeah, it was that. It was like internet. not exciting at all. Nobody asked. Nobody commented. I know. Our email doesn't seem to blow up either. Uh, well, I should check it. I guess I haven't even checked it. Oh my gosh! I think one got deleted. Let's see. Let's see if there's anything in their email, guys. This is this is. <laughs> not only was this not a good start. It's, this is uh, a loose episode. It's uh, this is uh, I've got an email from you, and I got an email from our business account being live. Oh wow! Yeah. So it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. So let's we got to pop up this this pump up this live episode we're gonna do. Yeah, we're gonna do it on YouTube, guys. So everybody's got that. You know, Google owns all of us. Um, A we're live gonna do episode. it. We do it on Saturday night. We think Saturday night. Yeah, which would be let's. What, what did we plan on that being the For the weekend after next? Yeah, Saturday night, the twenty seventh. 20 no 27th. The 20th no 27th that's our gonna be our 11th episode no yeah this is our eighth episode yeah ninth 10th would be the 20th 7th no so we're gonna do one on the 14th that'll be oh. number nine oh. so the 20th so the 20th guys we're gonna have our oh. live episode on the 20th i'm flustered on youtube live and uh you can come and join us there and We'll answer your questions, and there won't be any questions related to this week's episode, because 
Fuck. This one's loose, guys. It's loose like the stools of a man who just had Taco Bell. Taco Bell's delicious. Shout out to Taco Bell. I hope they sponsor us someday in the distant future. Not with episodes like this, they won't. No, they won't. This was a very loose episode. Very shaky. This is what happens when we don't plan. Like, usually we plan slightly better, and the episodes are better. You know, I think a lot of people enjoy this. This is a very genuine episode. Was it? Yeah. All right. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening to This Wasn't a Good Start. This isn't a good start. It's hard to do. It's hard to do... Like hard to say a title that in the pat when you just want to put it in the pat past tense. This isn't a good start. This isn't a good start. Neither is this a good end or a good middle or a good beginning. So enjoy the uh, twenty seconds of my silence. Yeah, and my bantering. That's what's All important. Right, goodbye, fellas.